There are people referred to be ordinary. These are people the devil has robbed of their dignity and true worth of their life. They are fearful. They are sick. They all sit in darkness, hopeless and in despair. Against this backdrop, the word of the Lord came to his servant, Reverend Norbert Okonji, saying, Go raise a people called ordinary and bring them to an extraordinary place in life through the undiluted word of God. Gather your friends and loved ones. Let everyone know that Reverend Norbert is right on earth. I've gone through. And when they brought the pastor, why you they do like this now? Pastor, why you they do like this? Man said, don't tire. In don't pray, in don't pray, don't tire. God no answer in prayer. You see, when Satan visits you with the spirit of delay, you start blaming God. Brother, before you think God is wicked, let's deal with the wicked one. Another name for Satan is the wicked one. Let's deal with spiritual powers. Let's deal with the forces of delay. Why the bridegroom tarries? Delay is dangerous. It makes people to settle for less. Delay. It makes people to settle for less. It makes people to go into what they never begin to go into. Delay is dangerous. I am praying for somebody passionately tonight. You, the, the, oh my God. Your years of waiting will not be converted to wasted years. Amen. Your years of believing will not be converted to a wasted years. Amen. Your years of trusting God will not be converted to a wasted years. Amen. You have waited for God's judgment. God will vindicate you. Amen. God will help you. Amen. God will visit you. Amen. God will open your door. Amen. God will bless you. Amen. God will release you. Amen. If your amen is loud, I receive in the name of Jesus. exhaustion. When people wait and wait, they get exhausted. It causes disappointment. It changes people's attitude towards life. It causes exhaustion. It causes disappointment. And it changes people's attitude towards life. That is why tonight I want to beg you to pray. What God has ordained must come to pass. The kingdom suffer violent and the violent takes it by force. There is a time and season for everything. May you not miss your time in life. Amen. May you not miss your season after tonight. Amen. Any witch that has been assigned to keep you backward, today may the judgment of God befall them. Amen. I cut off their head with the sword of the spirit. Amen. Any monitoring demon following you here and there, today I cut off their head in the name of Jesus. Amen. As we get ready, I want to show you Jehu's prophecy and how it came under attack. And from there, we are going to address delay. There was a man called Jehu. Take me to 1 Kings chapter 19, verses 15 and 16. If possible, Somebody have to help me now because I have a few verses to read 19, 15 to 16, and at least one of these mics should be working. Okay, it's on the screen now. Then, um, that's on the screen. First Kings 22 also be kept now. He said, And the Lord said unto him, Go, return on thy way to the wilderness of Damascus. And when thou comest, anoint Hazel to be king over Syria. All of them are the watch. Continue. And Jehu, the son of Nimshi, shall thou anoint to be king over Israel. And Elisha, the son of Shaphat, of Abelhoah, shall thou anoint to be prophet in thy room. Verse 17. And it shall come to pass that him that escaped the sword of Hazel shall Jehu slay. And him that escaped from the sword of Jehu shall 
Elisha slay. Now take us to 1 Kings chapter 22, 40 and verse 40. 22 verse 40. 22 40. If you're there, okay. So Ahab slept with his fathers, and Ahaziah, his son, reigned in his stead. Who was supposed to be the king of Israel by that anointing? Jehu. Ahab was on the throne when Jehu was anointed to be king. That means by implication, after Ahab died, Jehu was supposed to be the next king. But look at the Bible. The moment Ahab died, Ahab's son took over the throne. Meanwhile, there was a prophecy over the life of Jehu. Three people were anointed the same day for different functions. One of them became a king in the other land. The other one became a prophet, Elisha. Jehu was supposed to enter the throne, but another person entered his throne. By prophecy, he was king. But by reality, he had no throne. Lift up your right hand. Any power sitting on your throne. Any power occupying your life. Holy God! Oh my God, I feel the same. Holy God! Verse 51. Look at the Bible. Verse 51. Look at the Bible, everybody. Let's see this. Verse 51. Ahaziah, the son of Ahab, began to reign. The one that took over, began to reign over Israel in Samaria, the 17th year of Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, and reigned two years over Israel. So two years delay in the life of the prophecy that's supposed to have manifested. So for two years, Jehu was waiting for his throne. Another man was reigning. Some of you are supposed to marry before the person you do a shebi for. See, I'm telling you the truth. May God open your eyes as I speak now. Some of you are supposed to be in marriage before that girl wear the whole robe for. But whatever made you not to enter your place, fire will scatter that power today. Ah! My God, some of you are supposed to finish your building before you go to do bump bump for person house. Two years he was still hanging around streets. Two years he went to join the army, but he was supposed to be your royal majesty. There was a prophecy over him, but demons were attacking it. God spoke it, but Satan said, No go happen. God said, Anoint him, the oil touched him, but people resisted it. He said, I've been going to church. I don't think it's about this thing. You know. I, I miss if I don't tell for the prophecy. Let me tell you, prophecies don't come to pass on their own. Prophecies have to be enforced. It is one thing for God to speak, it's another thing for you to take. When God said, Take, take, when God said, Enter, enter. Prophecy will not move you. You need to move to enter into your prophecy. Is somebody hearing me? Whatever God has spoken concerning you, you will manifest it in your life. You will manifest it in your days. You will manifest it in your season. In the name of Jesus. Second Kings chapter 3 verse 1. I want to show you this. Second Kings 3 verse 1. Second Kings 3 verse 1. Oh, thank you, Jesus. 2 Kings chapter 3, verse 1. Find it if you can read for us from the screen, please. 2 Kings 3, verse 1. Yes. Now Jeroham, the son of Ahab, began to reign over Israel in Samaria. Uh -huh. The first one reigned two years. Another thing became can't take over throne. This is another one, Jehoram. He came and took over from where his elder brother, the other one who reigned two years. That one finished two years. This one came and reigned for how many years? Eh? Twelve years. He reigned for how many years? Twelve years. Twelve plus two. Somebody say fourteen years of delay. Say it will expire tonight. It will expire tonight. The Amen. devil can be bad, though. 
The devil can be wicked. 14 years of delay. This thing is going somewhere. I understand why. I understand why. You are this old. But you have not made this achievement. There are powers that fight prophecies. You were a little child in your mother's hand when somebody who was a man of God saw two of you and he doesn't know you from everywhere. Say, oh, Madam, this your child is bright. This child is going to make you happy. When he prophesied it, your enemies also heard it. <laughs> Elijah said, I am tired of doing this work. They are after my life. God said, Go and anoint three people anoint Jehu, anoint Elisha. Then, these three giants I want you to anoint. Give them their office. One is a prophet. One is a king in Samaria. One is a king in Israel. The one in Samaria took his throne. Elisha began to prophesy. Elisha became a prophet. Jehu was wandering around. Not they laugh people. You don't know what they fight them. They go to sag for street. You don't know what they king. Then they sag. Igwe na po sagen. You don't understand. Igwe na po sagen. Read Bible well. He was following doubt. At the time, he went to join military. Igwe, oil. If you see him for spiritual realm, he carry crown for head, but physically, on He carry cigar. Igwe. Don't worry, one day I will become the king. They don't anoint me. They say, "No, they do me like this." Oh, Igwe, Igwe. Now five years, which day you enter your throne? Don't worry, now. You think Elijah was a major prophet. Oh, he prayed for me. He said, "We become this Igwe." Now ten years, you tell us ten years ago. Now you want to be king? Go for fourteen years. Oh, yeah, don't dry for head. Fourteen years. Igwe, when will you ascend your throne? I came to show you how to ascend your throne. So one day. I don't know the kind of prayer where Jehu pray. I don't know the kind of vex where Jehu vex. But help me read my Bible again. Second Kings chapter 9. I want to show you verses 1 to 3. I know what happened to Jehu. Something happened that day. After 14 years of delay. Maybe your own delay is 5 years, 10 years, 15 years. I don't care to know. But tonight is the expiry date. Amen. Every problem has an expiry date. Your delay expires this night. Amen. Your frustration ends this night. Amen. If your amen is louder, God brings it to an end in the name of Jesus. Amen. And Elisha, the prophet called one of the children of one of the children of the prophets. Elisha will be in prophetic mates as we get classmates. Because now three of them, nine, they prophesied to the same day. The word came for three of them at the same time. So they are supposed to be called prophetic mates. Now, and Elisha the prophet called, uh, one, uh, called one of the children of the prophets. That means Elisha now has boys. They call them sons of the prophets. And said unto him, guard up thy loins. And take this box of oil. A carry box of oil. Say, guard up your lungs, take this box of oil in thy hand and go to Ramoth Gilead. Continue, verse 2. And when thou comest thither, look out there, Jehu, the son of Jehoshaphat, the son of Nimshi. Can you see that? Right, so it's the Jehu I've been talking about. And go in and make him arise up. Voice of destiny, God sent me to you to make you stand. Every bed of delay I set on fire. Every chair that has been delaying your destiny I set on fire. He said, Make him arise up from among his brethren. I don't care whether the cause is in your father's house, but because you entered here today, you will come out of your father's house. You will be the first to drive that car. The first to build that house. The first to enter abroad. I lose you from that delay. I separate you from that cause. If your amen is louder, you are pulled out in the name of Jesus. He said, make him to come out from his brethren. I don't fear the Bible now. Mona, follow me. Mona, follow me. Mona, follow me. 
Elisha said to his servant, carry oil, go in house. When you reach in house, call and tell and stand up. They don't understand this one. He said, stand up. Now in Papa house be this. Am I right? He said, make him arise up from among his brethren and carry him. Come on for your Papa house. That means that thing will hold you there. And take him to an inner chamber. Bring him to a voice of destiny. Where you go interpret his destiny to him. And let him know that the father house has never been a support to him. Perhaps there is something the father did that was holding him down. Separate him from his father's house. So the first way to break the bones of delay is to separate. Tell your neighbor, separate. There is a company that will not let you become a company. Ah, there is a gathering that wants to scatter your rising. But God said, I should tell you to separate. Come out from your father's house. Come out from that old friends. You have been there 14 years has passed. You are still sitting on that chair. Drag him out and take him to the church. Bring him to an inner chamber. Take me to verse 3. Take me to verse 3. Then take the box of oil and pour it on his head. Why should I not anoint her in the presence of his Put him separate. Anoint him. Don't even let the eyes of the people happen. In. Oh, did you say I should anoint him? But I thought he was anointed before. The first anointing expired after 14 years. The devil fought the first anointing because it was a public anointing. Now there is a second anointing. This is an inner chamber anointing. And he said, pour the oil upon him. The first anointing was an anointing for the throne. But the second anointing is not anointing for the throne. It's anointing to take it by force. Ay, 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 ay. It's anointing to take it by force. I don't know who is hearing me. Anointing is coming on you today. You will marry by force. You will build your house by force. You will enter by force. Somebody shall fire. Hear this, oh. Hear this, oh. I say, pour it on his head and say, God says the Lord, I have anointed the king over Israel. Watch the language. He didn't say, I am anointing you. He said, I have anointed you. In the past, you are a king in Akusaken. Remind him with this anointing that there is royalty in his life. Tell him that he has a crown. Tell him to stand up. Tell him not to wait anymore. He has been wasting. 14 years has passed. I was not behind it. I am God. I don't delay men. I am God. I don't set men back. I am God. I make men progress. I am God. I open a door and nobody can shut it. Anoint him. Let him know that he has been anointed king over Israel. Somebody shall fire. Now watch this. The last part is interesting. Then open the door and flee and tarry not. Do you know the scripture? Come. I use her as the example of who they want to anoint. Eh? Okay. You come. I want you to, I want you to see what is happening. God said to the prophet through Elijah, one of the sons of the prophet, go anoint her. Eh? For instance, anoint him and tell him that he has been made a king since. Has been anointed you a king. And Elisha looked at the boy when he descend. He said, come. The moment this oil touched his head, you open door. Oh, nah. Because something will come upon this girl. If you wait to see the reaction of this oil, you will die. Now you warm oil, but run for your life. Because the oil is called judgmental oil. It's called take it by force oil. It's called the oil that destroys the power that hinders. I want you to put the oil and run for your life. The Bible said, then open the door and flee and tarry not. Even if they call you, no answer. 
because something will come upon her. The crown is still upon her, but she lacked the ruggedity. She has royalty, but there was no ruggedity. She has authority, but there was no ruggedity. She has power, but there was no ruggedity. I want to add ruggedity to the anointing so that she can take her possession. For in Mount Zion there shall be holiness, and there shall be deliverance, and the house of Jacob shall possess her possession. Somebody this year, you will possess your land. You will possess your possession. You will possess your house. You may possess your husband. You may possess your wife. You may possess your money. Shout fire! And the prophet said, Jehu! They say, eh? I say, Allah, Stand up! He said, what is it? Elisha sent me to you. Follow me. Where are we going to? Follow me, follow me, follow me. And he took him to an inn chamber as instructed and anointed him. And the Bible said, the man who anointed the man will also, also. And the moment the oil come upon Jehu, that is what I came to tell you. He don't tell you they dream about car and you they wake up, you know if you pay for keke. Something will happen today. Amen. He don't tell you they marry for dream. And yet nobody say I love you for it. Something is happening here today. Amen. He don't tell you they carry people children. You never carry your own. Today you will carry your children by fire. Amen. Whatever the devil has delayed for manifesting your life, I see God put it back to your hand tonight. I see it restored back to your hand tonight. I see it come back to your hand tonight. If your amen is louder, your portion will be greater. Take me to verse 20. I'm about to pray. Take me to verse 20. Take me to verse 20. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Second Kings chapter 9, verse 20. Look at that. Verse 20 said, And the watchman told, saying, He came even unto them, and cometh not again. And the driving is like the driving of Jehu, the son of Nimshi. The moment the guy got the anointing, he was moving with a high speed. From delay to speed. Amen. From nowhere to high speed. Amen. He said, it like the driving of Jehu, the son of Nimshi. For he driveth furiously. The anointing coming upon you tonight, it will make you rugged. Amen. Make you furious. Amen. Make you full of authority. Amen. You will take it by force this time. Amen. You will take it by force this time. Amen. You will take it by force this time. Twenty-one, twenty-one. Say, and Joram said, "Make ready," and his chariot was made ready. And Joram, king of Israel, the one where they occupy the throne, will not be him yet. He they occupy that one. Man, come the fear when he hears say the guy don't they move with speed. And Joram, king of Israel, and Ahaziah, king of Judah, went out each in his chariot, and they went out against Jehu. <laughs> and met him in the portion of Naboth, the Jezreelite. Go on, 22. And it came to pass when Joram saw Jehu that he said, Is it peace, Jehu? And he answered, What peace? So long as the wardens of thy mother, Jezebel, and her witchcraft are so many. You know what she's saying? Your mama captured the throne of Israel with witchcraft. I was anointed to sit there, but the juju of mama do not let me sit down. You are asking me if I came in peace? Which peace are you talking about? When your mother has planted it evil in the throne of Israel, that the evil will not allow the anointed to take their place. Witchcraftsy playing in my father's land. Demonic power prevailing against prophecy. Are you asking me for peace? Do I look like a gentleman to you? I, if you know me yesterday, not be the yesterday me you see today. This is another version. I came to take it by force. Your mama witchcraft ends this night. 
any any stepmother witchcraft any stepfather witchcraft any stepsister witchcraft any neighbor witchcraft that have denied you your place holy ghost holy ghost holy ghost holy ghost holy ghost Before she left the throne, possessed the throne with witchcraft. Sin. Now you they marry another person, they chop your husband money. Something is about have to happen this night. Whether not Juju they enter, they go not say there is a God above Juju. Anybody that have entered your marriage with the wickedness of witchcraft, sin, in order to take your place, in order to take your throne. If I hear your fire, God will visit them now. Fire! I said, God, we visit them now. Fire! God, we visit them now. Jehu said, What peace? So long as the wardom, another word for wardom is prostitution. So long as the prostitution of your mother, Jezebel, and her witchcraft are so many. Take me to 23. And Joram turned his hands and fled and said to Ahaziah, There is treasury, O Ahaziah. He said to Ahaziah, I know if he stand this guy. In blood, they hurt. I can feel treasury. Jehu has changed. It is not the Jehu we know yesterday. If he can insult Jezebel before my face, and if he can address me as a king like this, Ahaziah, I'm not waiting, no. I am moving. Take me to 24. And Jehu drew a bow. <laughs> With his hand full of what? Full of what? The days of lazy prayer are over. We are waking up again. Amen. Our prayer life must be revived. Amen. It is time to ignite our strength. Amen. We must take back what they collected from us. Amen. We must take back our throne tonight. Amen. The guy full of strength and smote Jehoram between his arms. And the arrow went out of his heart, at his heart. The team passed here. Come off for a heart. And he sunk down in his chariot. Verse 25. 25. Then said Jehu to Bidka, his captain, take up and cast him into the portion of the field of Naboth, the Jezreelite. For remember how that when I and thou rode together after Ahab his father, the Lord laid this body upon him. Who is Naboth? The one Jezebel collected land from. You remember the story? Yes, and told the husband, realized, now this guy is here. I go collect the land tomorrow. And set the guy up, collected his land, and they killed him. Now Jehu revenge for the death of Naboth. Jehu killed the guy sitting on the throne and carried his body to that land. What do we do to the one sitting on our place? Somebody say, die by fire. Die by fire! fear? Somebody say, die by fire! Die by fire! Look at verse 26. Surely I have seen yesterday the blood of Naboth and the blood of his sons, said the Lord. And I will requite thee in this plot, said the Lord. Now therefore take and cast him into the plot of ground according to the word of the Lord. So when he killed Naboth, God decreed a judgment. So when Jehu anointing was restored, the judgmental anointing, stronger than the anointing of the throne. Some of you have anointing of the throne, but you are still dethroned. Because there is an anointing you are waiting for. This is battle line. I will put battle royal in your head tonight. Amen. Are you ready to pray tonight? Yes, sir. Battle oil will come upon you afresh. Amen. The people you used to be afraid of, they will see you this night and they will run. Amen. Any covenant they mention your name, fire will answer for you. Amen. Anywhere they have carried your picture to, I say fire will begin to answer for you. Amen. Anybody that prepare a charm for you, that charm expires now. Amen. 
Sit down, sit down. I want to ask you a question. Was Jehu blind when Ahab's son took over the first throne? He was not. He knew that that was his right. And for two years, somebody occupied his right. He kept quiet. Another person came and sat for 12 years. We never read in the Bible that he confronted anybody. He didn't even go to the king to say, Ah, sir, I was the one the Lord said should take over this throne. He didn't even tell the prophets, like Elisha, but you know that the day they anointed you, a prophet, they anointed me to be king. Let's go and approach the throne. He was sitting at home, sagging. You may not know why I'm talking like this. It is beyond joke. I have seen young men sagging. And God opens my eyes one minute to see who they are really. There was one I remember I saw in Umbaila some years ago. You remember the story. And I saw him dressed as a, a, a lawyer. Like a magistrate in the court. And he was walking anyhow on the street. And I called him and I said, do you know you're a lawyer? You're a magistrate. Well decorated. There are some girls with pants on the street looking for a man that will take them out for a night. And yet they are estate owners in reality just looking for one night stand. What an abuse of destiny. Because somebody else took their throne and they have no choice but to go to streets to seek for money for survival. Before you laugh at them, look at their battles. Check where they are coming from. Some people are facing life battles. Some of the things people do, they never choose to do it. But what they face is bigger than them. Because of my time, I couldn't read details of this guy's Jehu story. He started doing everything for survival. Meanwhile, the throne was there waiting for him. Until a judgmental oil came upon him. Battle line is not for form. There's this oil coming on you tonight. On Sunday, we had a testimony from one of our brothers. How judgment was issued in the camp of the enemy. And the wizard in the family was located by judgment. You were here on Sunday, you heard that testimony. One of the things God did for us in this battle line. One leg paralyzed, one hand paralyzed. The guy, was, the guy is on the ground there confessing all the wickedness he has, and the atrocity he has done in the family. Tonight, whoever was toiling with your life, toiling with what God gave you, double of what happened to that man shall happen to them. Amen! My God. Jehu shot Jerah and he died instantly. I don't know who this prayer is for, but whoever is behind your tears for 14 years, whoever is behind your tears for the past 10 years, they will not see tomorrow morning. Amen. Anybody that needs to go down for your life to be restored, I kill them this night. I slaughtered them this night. Amen. I slaughtered them this night. Amen. I slaughtered them this night. Is somebody trying to play with your seat in the office? God ordained you for that seat. Everybody knows it's your seat, and they think say they get power. Something is about to happen. Is somebody trying to play with what God has given to you as your life blessing? God said to Elisha, come, anoint Jehu again. The first anointing, they don't hold him down. Say, king, they sag. 14 years has passed. Elisha, this is your prophetic mate.
how it feels to be arrested because you couldn't pay somebody 5,000. You they owe 5,000. Come today, come tomorrow, you know if you pay the money. Then the person go call police for you. They arrested you. And because you are so angry, you have used some bad words. Then DPO say, bring that guy, let me see him. Let me see that young idiot that will be owing this old woman 5,000. I don't want to pay. Only for you to enter DP office. It was your classmate. Now you be monitor that time for school. Now he they stay back chair. Now he hold the case. Eh, eh, you? Oh, where are you? Now you be that? Uh, uh, Sergeant, where is the guy asked you to bring? Sir! This is the guy. Ah, oh boy, you? What happened now? 5,000. Elisha felt too bad to carry oil by himself to go and anoint Jehu. This guy is supposed to be my king while I be his prophet. It, you don't understand. So he said, come, oh boy, make you go help me to the oil. But run when you do a move, not wait. Oh. But how can it be that my prophetic mate, some of you, your classmates, they are ahead of you because of delay. When I check your wardrobe, I see a shabby one, a shabby two, a shabby three, a shabby four. You don't do a shabby for 21 girls, and yet you are here to marry. Almost every year, you do for like three or four people, three or four people. They are all your friends. In fact, some of them, they are children now, they secondary school. When will I sit on my prophecy? Somebody say, now. <laughs> Delay is dangerous. Many have put their hands into evil because of delay. That yoke must be broken tonight. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. As I get ready to pray, let me show you three things you must do to deal with your delays. Please write them down. Number one, three things to handle delay. Number one, be time conscious. Put in bracket, advise yourself. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 16. You see, if you wait for me to advise you, or you wait for your friends to advise you, most times you feel insulted. Am I right? You, you look as if they insult you. But let me advise you. Advise yourself. I went to Abuja on Monday. On Tuesday, I went to Commonwealth of Zion Assembly, Koza. I just decided to go and worship there so that I can advise myself. And when I got to Koza, I started talking to myself. Because when you think you have achieved, look for those who are ahead of you. Then go and advise yourself. Don't wait for people to tell you that you're not trying. Talk to yourself. From the outside of the church compound, to the inside I saw beauty I saw splendor I saw God in another form I saw order I saw excellence and I sat on the seat sat on the back seat no need to introduce yourself anybody you are nobody just sit down and learn advise yourself I sat on the back seat at the overflow to advise myself well before I start feeling one important guy. Don't wait for people to insult you, advise yourself. Ephesians 5 16, he said, Redeem the time for the days are evil. So when you are at 35 and you follow 25 boy, years old boys, they play Ludo, 
They follow them, they play card. Brother, talk to yourself. You are 10 years ahead of these guys. And your progress is nothing to write home about. The first way to break out for de from delay is to talk to yourself so that you can be angry enough to address the matter. Don't always feel that you have arrived when others are ahead. Advise yourself. Nigeria is a poor country. That is a big lie from the pit of hell. Nigeria is one of the richest countries in the world. Blessed with everything you need. Human resources, natural resources, everything in this country. Change your company. Broaden your view. You will see that not everybody is suffering what others are suffering. There is a place called on top. Choose to go there. When I was coming back, I entered the same flight with some dignitaries. I wouldn't even mention their names. Some of them in Delta State here. Some of these celebrities. We entered the same flight. We came down to Asaba at the same time. Advise yourself. They not get weird. Some of them carry police escort. They can't pick them. Me, they can't pick me. Advise yourself. <laughs> You know, go understand that they talk. <laughs> Advice yourself. <laughs> Advice yourself. When they carry my car in airport, you get some car where you go say, hey, hey, carry that car, come park it there. But when you carry my car, you go first look the car two times. You go look at, you go advise yourself. Before you, because this, the person get this car. I choose not to look backward when there is too much to do ahead. It's my choice. And that is why I always look at those who are ahead of me. So that I don't think I have arrived. Sometimes I read people's biography. And I ask, the first thing I check is, what age was this man when he achieved this thing? It will shock you to know that Bishop Oedipo bought the first private jet at 40-something. Advise yourself. We have preachers and we have preachers. We have local preachers. We have Imogwe preacher and we have international preachers. <laughs> talk to yourself. They make you for feel redefine yourself. That is the best way to break out of delay. Because you could just stay there for two years go pass. I am tired of this shit. I want to shift. Number two, be aggressive in the spirit. I've shown you that. Second Kings chapter 9, verse 20 to 25. Be aggressive. After you have advised yourself, then be aggressive. When you they pray, they pray with fire. I can't die like this, oh. God, no! May they call you madman. You know what you they fight. If nobody wants to rise to my father's house, I'll not go die with them on top. The Bible said, the prophet, the son of the prophet told him, rise up from your father's house. Choose to be the one that will break record in your father's house. By spiritual aggression. Pray with all prayer and supplication. Fast if you mean so fast. I don't know of anybody in my father's house who has entered where I've entered. I don't make to mock anybody. And I'm not interested to know. Ahead, ahead. Ahead, ahead. I need to be ahead to bring you up. Somebody needs to climb the ladder to stretch and give somebody. I choose not to be a burden but a blessing. I choose not to be a borrower or a liability, but a blesser in my father's house. It's my choice. Therefore, I have, I have to pay the price spiritually.
ahead, ahead. We can get there if we are aggressive enough. Pastors have told me in this town, eh, now village with a pastor, even though I'm a villager, some have discouraged me, some have said all things, they make me feel like I am caged to this small world. They make me think I'm caged to this small community. But I keep telling people one thing, I am going to drag the world attention to this place. I told them, give me time. It will become a talk of the town. Amen. Become the talk, a major spot on earth. Amen. The calendar, the global map will soon have a special indication Amen. on this land. Amen. It's my choice. Believe yourself. When people hear my voice on radio, they say, eh, from Ibuzo here? Yes. From Ibuzo, I don't enter air, preach on radio, preach on television. From Ibuzo, I don't work at, at least. Enter some small, small African country. By the month of May, I'm going to the United States of America for the same gospel. I'm preaching in three churches in the United States. Nonsense devil. I have made my choice. I will go around the world from here. It's my choice. Let me pray. I will go prayer. We go prayer. We don't pray for this village on Sunday. You both don't hear our voice. You did that they, they complain. Pray. Be aggressive in the spirit. My mama not get this. My mama not, it doesn't matter. It does not count in destiny. Pray until your voice is heard. Be aggressive. To God be all the glory. Then shortly you will soon know that Ibuzo have a son in this land. Shortly you will know. The waves are already coming hard. Every city I enter, they know somebody has entered. Just from this village. Places don't make people. People make places. You don't need to go abroad to be broad. You can be broad here. Yeah, and abroad will come for you. It was my choice. I told myself by myself for myself, I will never go and wash dead body in Oyibo country. Oyibo will come look for me. And it don't happen. It don't happen. No. It don't happen. I never reach more engagement on the call. Canada door is already open. It don't happen. It don't happen. Already are, we were looking for the possibility of working UK visa from United States. Because another door is opening from UK. Listen to me. You can become a voice in your father's house when you are a voice in the spirit. Pray until your voice is heard. Number three. Sacrifice. Nothing commands speed in the spirit like sacrifice. Jonah chapter 2 verses 9 and 10. Sacrifice enforces your speed in the realms of the spirit. If you have been suffering delay, one cure for delay is sacrifice. I don't tell you these three keys are major. One, talk to yourself. Eh? Two, be aggressive with prayer. Not they use prayer, they play. What's it? Big blood of Jesus. Mm, be aggressive. Then number three, learn sacrifice. What your enemies are using as advantage against you or over you is sacrifice. All those things they are doing on the road junction, not sacrifice. The reason why people say they are charmed, they walk against you, be said that they sacrifice. You there, they deceive yourself. You define who will give you. Jonah chapter 2, verse 9 and 10. Sacrifice has a voice, and sacrifice has force. Amen. Are you there now? Okay. Use your mic. Let me hear you, please. But I will sacrifice unto thee with a voice of thanksgiving. I will sacrifice. Everybody say sacrifice. Sacrifice. Unto thee with what? The voice, the voice of, of thanksgiving. Uh -huh. I will pay that I have vowed. I will pay what I have vowed. Salvation is of the Lord. Salvation is of the Lord. Now let's see what happened in verse 10. Verse 10. Yes. And the Lord spoke unto the fish. When he said I will sacrifice, God spake to the fish. And it's 
And the fish vomited Jonah on the dry land. Jonah has been there for three days, trapped. Sacrifice released him. You can be in your father's house trapped. When God sees you with sacrifice, he opens a door. If you don't know the power of sacrifice, they will soon sacrifice you. It gets people they not feel killed. Make I tell you true. It gets people they not feel killed. You know why? You know, <laughs> today something happened in my area. I, I don't really want to talk about it. It's bad news. But the thing prompted my wife to ask a question like, why are these bad ones not dying? And good people are dying. Can I tell you why? Most of those bad people offer sacrifices. And the people you call good are not really good. They are just innocent. And the Bible talks about innocent victim. If your hand clean, but your hand not get sacrificed, you are a meat to eat. Now, me tell you now. If you want, I'll give you further lecture. No matter how innocent you are, if you don't know how to sacrifice, they can kill you anytime. Innocence is not the safe when they come to the high court in the spirit realm. Now, sacrifice they talk. I will offer with the voice. Sa sacrifice has a voice. It can speak. It can be tamed. It can, it can tell another voice, stop. Somebody can be doing incantation. That, that, just offer sacrifice. Are you still with me? When the king offered that sacrifice, last week I told you a king who offered sacrifice against Israel in a battle. The Bible said the hand of the Lord turned against Israel. Sacrifice turns battles around. Child of God, learn it all. Learn it is for your good. Let it be a part of your Christian work. Let it be one thing you learn from battle line. The person teaching you is one of the secrets he has. One of the reasons why I talk like a lion. And God has always backed my talk. Because there's something I know about the spirit world. Yesterday there was a drama. Satan attacked one family in this church. It was a serious drama. Midnight drama. From about 7 o'clock, was it? Not from afternoon. We started talking, calling. Then at a point, Satan walked. You could see that this is the work of Satan. Somebody was referred to a hospital on an emergency. All of a sudden, doctor asked them to leave the person. Emergency case. They were rushing the person. The doctor saw them. The person, they stretched out that there is a more serious case. They should leave this one here. The husband became confused and called me. And they left the woman outside. I said, so what is happening? He told me, I said, no. Go back to the doctor. Tell him this. Tell him. He said, I said, go back to him. Thank God for Jesus. I, I sat in my office and I could see Satan orchestrating things. And as I was seeing it, God was giving me wisdom to handle it. And finally, we won the battle. It was a tough, not worry, the family go use their hand share their testimony. It was a big battle. But not when you have a spiritual father like this. We, no, now, therefore, they learn work. They learn work. An apprentice will never, you will not get shoe. They learn work. They don't have that motto. We, we, we're on top of the game. Sacrifice opens your eyes in the spirit. Sacrifice gives you a voice in the spirit. Sacrifice pulls you out of mediocrity. Learn it. It's not because we are doing battle line. It's not because uh, it's, uh, the church is looking for how to generate money. It's not about money. There's an invitation they gave me now. I think, okay, that will be next Saturday. A sister who has been overdue for marriage. I went to their church to preach. 
And in the second day, I talked about sacrifice. And people were emptying their purses, their wallets, everything. One young guy gave an iPhone worth hundreds of thousands in that program. When I saw the iPhone, myself, I feel up. <laughs> I said, this poor boy in a while, this sacrifice is strong. When you see iPhone clean, the guy dropped it. He brought it to my hand like this. I said, keep it on the altar. My mind not carry out. I said, keep it on the altar. I said, tell God what you want. I felt the weight of that boy's sacrifice. That lady opened her one, um, purse, poured out all the money in her purse. Everything says, sir, this is all I have. I said, keep it on the altar. In this town, delay in marriage for donkey years. If you say, I mean, not say she don't pass age for marriage. I left that church in less than one week, that door opened. She told her pastor, see, I know where I encountered this grace. If this man not come my wedding, let it not be done. I know the, where the oil for touch me. That's what he told her pastor. The pastor called me to tell me, send, forwarded the lady's message to me. I want this man. I knew when I contacted this grace. The wedding is coming up next week. I don't know too much, but I know sacrifice. I know it works more than any, any juju where you know. Sacrifice the work. If you do your witchcraft finish, I go just come for this altar. Why? Let us see who get power pass. If you finish your incantation, I finish with a sacrifice. Praise the Lord. Rise on your feet. Are you blessed tonight? Woo. No more delays. Lift your right hand and say, My father, my father. By fire, by thunder. I break out. I break out. From every yoke of delay. This my life. We never stay under the bondage. Of delay. of delay from today, from today. in the name of Jesus, Jesus. shall fire three times. Fire, fire, fire. Amen. We'll pray shortly. Anoint. Jehu the second time when you came to this world there is something you came with are you hearing me nobody was designed by God to be an ordinary person everybody has something that makes you special he said I know the thought I think towards you they are thought of good and not of evil to give you an expected end one version said to give you a hope and a future Jeremiah 29 verse 11. Nobody was designed to be an experiment. Everybody was designed to be a masterpiece. The first ordination. The first anointing. But when that one is being trapped by the powers of witches and wizards and the forces of darkness, he said to Elisha, anoint him the second time. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Jesus said, Mother, not that I say unto you, you must be born again. Because your first birth has got problem. But there is to there's need for a rebirth. I don't want to assume for you. But I don't want anybody to miss out of this anointing. Something heavy is here tonight. I'm not guessing. I know how prepared heaven is. And I know how loaded God has, you know, downloaded things into my spirit tonight things will happen here Amen. I'm not begging the devil I am telling you things will happen here Amen. destinies will be released Amen. people will be settled on this mountain Amen. if you have not given your life to Jesus and all these things we are talking about 
it will be totally strange because this is mysteries for kingdom members to them I speak in parable but to you I make to understand the mystery of the kingdom I want us to do that in the next one minute or two minutes you want to make up your mind and say Jesus I want to follow you Jesus said Nicodemus no bother your head you cannot go too far walking like this you have to make up your mind if you want to make progress you have to start with God if God is not in the equation it can never be balanced if you want to make that choice this evening wherever you are standing place your right hand on your chest I want to lead you to Christ